the LGBTQP community is pushing homosexuality basically on everyone. And they're doing this largely through popular culture. So we want to talk about, one, where are the origins of homosexuality in America? How did it become mainstream? How are they using language to push their beliefs and their messages? And what happens next? You know, where does this popularity of homosexual practice lead to? So we're going to go through all those things. We're going to keep it exciting. But we're also going to throw the facts in there because information is key. And they say knowledge is power, but knowledge is not power. Action is power, so we definitely need you to act. So if you like this information, definitely uh, subscribe, like, donate if you can to allow us to continue creating this content. Uh, to start with, we know that homosexuality is damn near becoming cool. I remember when I was in high school, it wasn't cool at all. But now we have Ellen, Will and Grace, all these things. But let's go back in the history. Uh, to begin with, it turns out that historically the medical community biology, psychology, have viewed homosexuality, or shall we say sexual deviance in all of its variants, homosexuality, transgenderism, pedophilia, it's viewed all those things as mental illnesses or biological defects from an evolutionary standpoint, if there was a gay gene, which there is not. So going back, there's this book called the DSM. And the DSM is specifically called, I want to get this right, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. And that is a book that's put together by the American Psychological Association. And it has a list of all of the mental disorders that are known to Western medicine. A ton of them. And it turns out that sexual deviance, homosexuality, transgenderism, pedophilia, these are all categorized as mental illnesses, meaning that you have a disorder, you are not well mentally. Now, it turns out that from the inception of this book, those homosexuality is listed as a mental illness, meaning you are not right in the head. Then it was removed, and you must ask yourself, why is it removed? Typically, when something is removed from the DSM, a scientific paper, a peer-reviewed journal article, some new research has to come along that says, we have made a discovery and we are now removing this. Uniquely, Homosexuality was removed from the DSM, not because of new scientific knowledge, but because of protests. Beginning in 1970, the LGBTQP started protesting the American Psychological Association, the APA's meetings. And they were protesting those meetings to get homosexuality removed as a mental ailment. They protested in 70, protested in 71, and then in 73, it came out. The... APA's nomenclature task force removed homosexuality as a mental disorder, not because of science, not because of research, but because of protests, essentially because of complaint, because of people saying, don't call us crazy. So that should make you think that should almost bother you saying, whoa, if this is a mental illness, why are we recategorizing it just because people complained, not because there was science? We put it in there because of science, but removed it because of complaint. That's one thing. That's the first thing that should concern you. That's unusual. Now, let's go to the second thing. Now, right now, we should know that there's a movement going on from the LGBTQ. You'll find this with a lot of folks who are abnormal. They feel uncomfortable in who they are. And for them to feel comfortable, they need to make you accept what they do. 
They'd be even happier if you would do what they do. Then they would feel normal because we're all the same, right? And so in their effort to make themselves feel normal, they have started to leverage language and create words, new meanings for words. Two words you've probably heard of, homophobia and partner. Homophobia is an entirely created word, and we'll dig into why that word is so important to think about. And then partner, they've added a new meaning to this word. I remember when I was a kid and your teacher say, okay, get into groups. You're going to work with a partner. It just meant a collaborator uh, or a business partner. And now partner means something totally different. So the first thing, homophobia. This is extremely important because as I told you, historically, Western medicine has viewed homosexuality as a mental ailment. Now they're using the term homophobia, suffix phobia. What does phobia mean? It means a disorder. A disorder that involves having a fear of something, of a situation, of an object, of a being, but a fear that is disproportionate in relation to the actual threat posed. That is a phobia. It is a legitimate disorder. Now they created this term homophobia, meaning fear of homosexuals. But the ironic thing is that homophobia is not in the DSM. Why is it not in the DSM? Because it's not a real ailment. It's a fake ailment. It's not a real diagnosis. They've literally created this fake word. They can label you and silence you. They can say something negative about you that makes you not want to speak up. And the irony about it is homosexuality went from being a mental illness, went from being a disorder, to now they're trying to say you're homophobic if you think they're not normal. Now they're trying to take the legitimacy of medicine, which medicine has always said homosexuality is a strange thing. Now they're trying to use the word phobia and leverage the legitimacy of medicine to make it seem as though if you don't like homosexuality, you're the crazy one. You see how that that trick works? So homophobia is not a medical diagnosis. It's not actually in the DSM. It's a piece of spin. It is a political term used to silence you, used to make you stop speaking up against something that is clearly wrong, clearly antithetical to nature itself, clearly unnatural, unhealthy, and has no genetic base. It's purely based in the mind of people who are unwell and need help. Uh, People we should not hate, people we should love, but recognize that they are in error. Okay, so that's, that's homophobia. What's the next word? Now the next word is partner. This is a really interesting one. Partner. Why do they use the term partner? Oh, I want you to be my partner. I want you to be my life partner. I want you to be my partner, not my wife, not my husband. Why don't they like the words wife or husband? Because those terms involve gender. Like me, I'm not looking for a partner. I'm looking for a wife because I would marry a woman as I'm a man. Right. So they use the word partner to remove gender, to remove the biological reality of male and female so that when you have two males marrying, they can say this person's my partner. That person's my partner because partner is a gender neutral term. Whereas if two males, quote unquote, married, which doesn't make sense, they'd be, oh, I'm a husband and he's a husband. And that clearly sounds errant. But the reality is. We all know that marriage is one male, one female, because marriage is a religious institution that has legal implications today. But historically, the concept of marriage predates most governments, right? And it is something that originates from religion. So they said, let's not redefine it. We'll just go with this term partner. But now you have heterosexual people saying, my partner. 
And the poison that has seeped into our minds and the minds of society is this terminology. So now we're heterosexual or we're even Christians or Muslims or Jews using the term partner, forgetting that our orientation should be on wife and husband because we're religious and we believe in marriage. Or forget being religious. How about because we're heterosexual? Or how about because we're honest? And honestly speaking, the word partner does not mean wife or husband. It doesn't mean someone you're going to spend your life with. A partner is a collaborator, a business partner, a partner in a work group, someone who collaborates with you. Okay, that's a good one. Now, here's another thing you really have to think about, and this should, this should, this should sadden you. There's a gentleman named Dr. Alfred Kinsey. He is the individual who promoted the false idea that human sexuality is on a spectrum. You'll hear the liberal folks say that a lot. It's on a spectrum. And what they're saying is that everyone has varying degrees of homosexuality within them. Me personally, I've not felt any of it. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. But realistically, Alfred Kinsey published a lot of work. And it turns out that people in his own laboratory said, hey, this data has to be false. And he fired those individuals. And then he published a book and then published papers. And then other scientists looked into his methods and found out, this is all fake. You made all this up. Why did he make it up? Because he himself was a practicing homosexual. He himself was a practicing pedophile. Now, here's the sadness. The idea that human sexuality was already was on a, is on a spectrum was popularized by the work that he published. When the scientific community pointed out that all of his work was false and he left academia in disgrace, the correction was not spread through the society as much as the initial false information, which is why today folks will say human sexuality is on a spectrum, even though this idea was completely destroyed by the scientific academic community. That's Dr. Alfred Kinsey. You can look it up yourself. There are documentaries that show how his work was disproven by folks that were in his own lab and then later disproven by the entire scientific community. Disturbing nature of the LGBTQP. And when I say LGBTQP, I'm saying lesbian, transsexual, bisexual. Wait, LG. There's so many letters you, you forget. L, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, pedosexual, uh, meaning you like kids. Uh, which I'm pretty sure is currently illegal. The way things are going might change. Check it out. In Germany, it's not illegal. They think you're, they send you to a mental hospital if you're a pedophile. Fortunately, in America, we send you to almost the right place, which is prison. The right place would probably be the electric chair. But for now, um, let's talk about this real concern. Homosexuals will say, I was born this way. Don't judge me. Don't get mad at me. Don't Ask me to do anything differently. Don't ask me to promote, not to promote my lifestyle because I was born this way. Well, here's the challenge. Number one, you weren't born this way because there's no scientific data that verifies that. Every bit of science and biology says you were not born that way. In fact, everything says human beings are oriented on propagating their species. You heard of this guy named Charles Darwin, right? You heard of survival of the fittest. Survival of the fittest is the theory, which is pretty much dominant, that your fitness is defined by your ability to propagate your species, that is to procreate. If you're not procreating, or you're not inclined to procreate, something's wrong. And so if you were born that way, which the data and the science and the genetics says you were not, 
Let's pretend you were. If you were born that way, you'd be born with a defect, like blindness or mental retardation, meaning, yeah, you were born that way, but it's defective. It's disadvantageous. But you were, in fact, not born that way. This is a psychological disposition that you have. And I don't think there's any reason to hate you for that. I just don't think you should be promoting that to children and to the society at large because it's not beneficial. Uh, lastly, here's the irony. The homosexuals say they were born that way. Okay, cool. You were made that way. But how is it that the transgenders say we were born the wrong way? You guys are all LGBTQP, you all together. The homosexuals say they were born that way, but the LGBT, excuse me, the T, the transgenders, they say they were not born the right way. They say they were born a man in a woman's body or a woman in a man's body. They were born the wrong way. So now they need science to correct the errors of birth. Do you see how crazy this stuff is? When one says they were born this way, I was born this way. I was born the right way. I was born gay. The other one says, I was born the wrong way. I need science to fix me. Mental. Now, here's another thing to check out on your own. Transgenders have a very high suicide rate. Post-op transgenders mean they've gotten the surgery to scientifically destroy their bodies. And they're getting what's called hormone therapy. You see how they're leveraging medicine to make things sound good? Hormone therapy is not therapy if it's not helping you. The transgenders who get the surgery and they use all these drugs to alter their biological processes, they have a higher suicide rate than before the operation. So they think chopping off their penis is going to make them feel like a woman. They get their penis chopped off. They still don't feel like a woman. They still feel mental demons and they end up killing themselves. That's terrible. What I'm saying is we need to get these folks appropriate help. We don't need to validate them in their sickness and say, yeah, you're right. You're a male born, you're, you're, a feet, you're a woman born in a male's body. You're right. No, you're wrong. Because when you continue with this fantasy, this sick fantasy, you end up committing suicide. And I don't care who you're talking to, suicide's failure. That's an unfortunate outcome. And so I say with love, we need to give the proper treatment and support. I'm not suggesting you can convert a gay man to a straight man. I don't know. Seems like a hard trick. But what I am saying is a transgender person, I don't know if you can convert them to a straight man. But what you do need is to help them out mentally. My last piece. Um, so the homosexuals say they were born this way. They're born with a sexual preference other than that which is normal, which is to procreate with a, a person of the opposite gender that is post-puberty, meaning mature physically. So the homosexuals are saying they were born this way, born with a sexually deviant preference. Well, that's the same thing that child molesters say. They were born this way. They were born being sexually attracted to prepubescent children. That should concern you. It's the exact same argument. It's the, it's the thing that in the future will have us having to accept child molesters as normal. And the thing that should trip you out if you look at instances of child molestation, the data indicates that it's astronomically homosexual. Overwhelmingly gay males are molesting boys. Catholic Church is a great example of it. And I don't mean to be foul, but I'm just saying if you want to look for it in popular culture, there it is. But if you look at the data, it's overwhelmingly gay males molesting innocent boys and ruining much of their life and self-esteem and probably affecting the practices they'll engage in as adults. But here's the thing that should trip you out. If about 1.3% of the human population identifies as homosexual, how is it that when you look at child molestation, it's overwhelmingly homosexual? 
That is an enormous correlation that you should be concerned about. Lastly, the Martin Luther King of the homosexuals, is, his name is Harvey Milk. They revere this man. They even made a popular movie about this man. Harvey Milk, look him up. He was a child molester when he was in his 30s. He was molesting a 16-year-old boy. There are even photographs. They hold up a pedophile as their version of Martin Luther King. That should concern you. And so I say all of this to say, really look into this stuff and study. Don't be hateful, be loving. But do it so that you can protect your family, protect your children, protect the future of this country. And also so that you can help these folks because at the end of the day, all of us need a little bit of help. This is a complex, tough world. And what I can assure you of is is my last piece. You'll often hear liberal folks or homosexual folks say, you know, we need to protect the LGBTQ. They are a minority. And indeed, they are a minority. On TV, they try to make it seem like everyone's gay, but they're a minority. But here's what they're not. They compare themselves to the black folks. We are born black. This is genetic. Just as white folks are born white, that's also genetic. Which means that a black person cannot hide from a white supremacist. They cannot hide from a mob that's going out lynching people. They have to deal with that because this is a biological reality. This is real. This is not in your head, baby. They have to suffer or thrive based on this reality. Conversely, homosexuality is a psychological disposition or psychological disorder or infirmity. And further, they can hide it. In fact, there are probably homosexuals among you, among me, and who might hear me speak out and probably are taking retribution and revenge against me merely for speaking the scientific fact. Because they can hide and they can take retribution against us. And they can do all kinds of things while hiding because it's not a biological reality. It's a psychological infirmity. Anyways, my friends, remember the truth has enemies. So like, subscribe, share, and if you can, donate. We can't keep these lights on for free. So please continue supporting Marquetism, supporting the truth. Um, Marquetism is a philosophy to help you morally navigate an increasingly complex world.